G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. Keep it on him, he done drop niggas And he be wildin', he some hot nigga Tones known to get busy with them clocks, nigga Try to run down and you could catch a shot, nigga Running through these checks till I pass out And shorty give me neck till I pass out I swear to God, all I do is cash out And if you ain't a hoe, get up on my trap house I've been selling prices like week of black history month i feel like january was really long but february has been really fast so has I, it? I think so faster than january i mean obviously because it's shorter but i, I don't know that's me my co-host is my my bro bobby g black rob this is crazy no one really calls you black rob and I don't even call you that anymore because you're just Bobby now. You're Bobby to our contemporaries, not just to your family, whatever. And me, Jarrell, Dapper J. I made the change over the platinum. You changed over the platinum? Like, no one calls me real. So it's the same thing. It's two-way street. Well, I told you to switch your style up. When they hate, then let them hate. <laughs> Whatever. But I'll yeah, just we, give you gems. We we got a lot of uh I feel like we have a lot of topics. Rob says we don't, but breaking news, you know I'm I'm just getting prepared for the show and see Tiger Woods got in a car accident. Like mm-hmm. that's that's crazy. Any any thoughts about that? Anything you wanna say? Yeah, I'm not a paramedic, so what thoughts would I have? I mean that? they say I he's alright, he like well. <laughs> That's what's up. I hope he. I hope he gets. I hope he's well. If he's not well, he gets well. You know, I wish him the best. I have no ill will towards Tiger. Yeah, like, no one it. should. But it's it's crazy. Just like dog, Tiger's got in the car. And at first, I'm just like, I pray it don't go left. But because he was already nursing his back, you know. So the fact that now you get in a single car accident, now it's your legs and. You just well, I mean, to get healthy. I just hope that he's alive, you know, and, and well, you know. Competition can wait. I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah, man. So that that I don't know. That was just one of those you. I take a nap and I wake up and I'm like, oh snap! Like <laughs> you just you know prayers up uh, to Tiger Woods, man. We don't need to lose anyone else. So um, I'm glad he's in surgery and he's stable at the moment. If we get any uh thing else in the as we're recording, we will break it to you. If not, <laughs> you'll see it on the internet. Even though this is going to come out later, <laughs> so you're probably going to get this story already. I mean, unless things come out in like in the next thirty to an hour as we're recording, then yeah, you're right. So, all right. Um, in sports, I feel like what happened or the the sports topics we have, they're just. They're not like, well, actually, wait, before we get into more of a obscure, opinionated, now that Rob has joined, uh, joined, rejoined Laker Nation. Okay, let's say that. Let's say that. Yeah, okay. you know, I had, to, I had to give you props. You rejoined okay. Laker Nation after a long hiatus. Mm-hmm. You guys Rest lost to my Wizards. Mm-hmm. We're on a, a five-game winning streak, which, you know, for better or worse, we're finally playing how we're, or how I thought we would be playing. And I see you and other LeBron fans say we need trades now. Yeah, let go, um, Quinn Cook. There's rumor that you get DeMarcus, which would be important. Nah, I think we're going to another direction for DeMarcus. So what do you... What was your thoughts of the game? Because I didn't see the game, obviously. Um... It was what I mean. It was what we thought. I mean, the margin of our team, the margin of error for our team is you know much smaller without AD, and we didn't have Dennis Schroeder. So you know, once we started looking gas, I mean, y'all came back, and then you know, once Russ get going, and then towards the end, Bill hit some stuff, and there was a lot of fluke plays at the end on both ends. It was a weird ending, but you know. I saw you say you wanted to trade Schroeder, and I'm like, why would you trade? Yes, him? trade him. I didn't. I didn't want him on the team in the first place. What we need is a point guard that can run our offense, right? So we need to trade somebody for Ricky Rubio. So it's preferably Schroeder, right? He can defend and run offense when we don't have LeBron, right? Then we also need a wing defender. So that's where like PJ Tucker and somebody else might come in. Okay. We gotta get that. And then hopefully we get like we gotta get a big man. So that's like we talking about white side. I seen us talking talk about getting white side. And I'm like, either him will like try to finesse Nerlens Noel, bro. We need someone who can defend. <laughs> because like our whole offense our whole defense was like was similar to like the Jazz in the, in the sense like where's like you look at the Jazz roster they don't really have good defenders outside of like Mike Conley right but they just got Gobert he's like seven three so yo as long as we run them into him like well that's gonna work yeah and like for us it's AD he's like he's rangy you know he can defend more people you know he can also you know protect the paint but without him it's just like LeBron thirty six like. <laughs> He 36. What do y'all want him to do? <laughs> exactly. Like, what, what do y'all want him to do? Y'all want him to lock down on defense and get 35-8-8. Well, he doesn't have to get 35-8-8. He can get, like, 24. He had 31 and 12 and 9 against yeah. y'all and lost. 
okay, we suck. So he need thirty five eight and eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gonna lose every game. Look, we got the next three games is uh, the Jazz, Trailblazers, and Warriors. We're going to go 3-0 and and establish, reestablish our dominance. I'm going to okay. go 3-0 and against the Jazz, Warriors, and Trailblazers. Facts. Y'all might only win one game. But, okay. They're not beating the Jazz. Hmm? You're not beating the Jazz right now. If y'all blowing leads to us, you really think y'all going to beat the Jazz? Russell Westbrook is an amazing player. Okay, and you go back and defend your entire team. They come in the paint. All right, we'll see. Yeah, Dame has been kind of on a roll right now. Who's gonna stop LeBron? Who's gonna stop Dame? <laughs> Why is your hand up? Like, what you disrespectful for? Like I said, we, like I said, we got Matthews got to go, Gasol got to go, Schroeder got to go. How y'all this my man, Mark, bro? Mark, Mark, solid. Mark is Mark slow as shit, bro? He been slow for years, and you knew that. But nah, that. it's different because like he can still do some other shit. I don't like slow people. I never did in my life. I don't like slow people. I know. <laughs> and so it's like, ugh, what is he doing on the court? Disgusting. I don't know. I, I just find it hilarious, y'all. Y'all went from "Yo, we going back to back easy money" to "Yo, we got." We did team, because bro. in our in our mind we was like, it is easy money because we if everybody runs it back and everybody's healthy, we say, "Yo, Bron and AD is enough." What we didn't factor in was what AD being injured, so that means you got to increase the burden on a thirty six year old LeBron, and then we lost Dwight and Rondo. And got fucking Schroeder and Mark Gasol, and then, but then like you be complaining about Rondo because Rondo went kicking until it's no, postseason. and that's all we needed him for. I I tweeted, I said, "Yo, Rondo is going to pay off some playoff time." That's what he did. That's what we needed him. Dwight Howard, same thing. We, so why can't you just wait to the playoffs to reap the benefit? No, nah, because 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 y'all gonna make the playoffs. Like we we not. We I'm still got to play now. the games. We still got to play the games. And LeBron got to do more now because AD not here. So it's like, no, we need some other sustenance. I mean, because think about it. The fucking Nets, like, look, we had enough to run it back. Then the Nets blew it up and got James Harden. Okay. How the fuck did that happen? So, I yeah, that is some super. And then the fucking Clippers add a guy every week. So, like, yeah, there's some fine-tuning that we need to do because – I mean, we got some people who ain't panned out. I, yo, know, I've been a Harold fan since Louisville. He was bruh, cooking the he, Wizards last night, though. Oh, he be having some stupid floaters and then yeah, some like ugly jumpers. Yo, he can run to the rim. Nah, he. I'm, that's my guy. He catches some alleys. He, he cooked he us. Too. He got in foul trouble. But your, but your big man is ass. So that's not nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> So like yeah like he just like, who was we playing the other day I think it was like what the fuck was it was it the Heat and he was just like messing the floor look anyway niggas gotta get traded okay we need 
When is the trade deadline? It's December. like March twenty fifth. March, yeah, something like that. Something like that. Okay, well, so we got we got we got to get some trades out in this thing. Man. I for one am surprised that we're actually winning. I'm like, I don't even know what we're supposed to do. Are we supposed to tank? Are we trying to make the playoffs? I don't know anymore. I'm just riding the wave. Uh, it was funny. Shout out our boy Sykes. Um, he's known that when the Wizards win, he'll tweet the Winnie the Pooh uh, video of Winnie dancing the go-go. It's like, yo, drop the Winnie vid. He's like, nah, we not 500. We get the 500, then I'll drop the vid. I'm like, that's fair. I, de- I definitely need to steal it one time and then use it for my own personal use, though. <laughs> but yeah, I just had to you know confront you because I was like, we beat them. Oh yeah, yo Rob, like yeah. what's popping? <laughs> yeah, man, man. So it's like when when um we beat the Panthers and they fired Rob. Yeah, and it's like sometimes you gotta take that L so you can you know move forward. No, that that's fair. That that's fair. Um, let's let's see. Keeping it basketball over the weekend, uh, the dunk of the year took place, or the early favorite of dunk of the year with Anthony Edwards with that baptizing. Um, and mm. analytic Twitter was like, yo, he only had seven points. And it's like, yo, get that out of here, bro. We don't, I don't know how many points Gerald Green scored when he did an alley oop in New Jersey. <laughs> Was it amazing? Yes. Yes, like it's about yeah, it's about making plays, like fam, like and the, he's obviously having a good year for a rookie. A- absolutely. He's so, definitely a yeah, top you go, rookie. and you're a rookie, so you can go you're just gonna go up and down. Fam, when you make plays that you on sports in the top ten, you are like you got an all time poster already? Like, that's an all time poster. Like, yo, so, like, nah, that's important. Marketability. And then shout out Dame was like, yo, must be the shoes. And I'm like, hey, Dame, they better make a, Adidas better stop playing and make that a commercial. Facts. And if Dane were to get his own signature, like, or not signature shoe, like his own brand, sure, I'd be like, hey, yo, Anthony, trying to, trying to run up, you know? That's if you really speak in business, that's how I go with it. If but I don't know how much leverage Dame has with Adidas. Yeah, I don't know how you would do though, because like he ain't Jordan, where like Jordan can like you know knight other players, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's only what three players in, or you got Jordan with his own brand, Steph Curry with his own brand, and Wade with his own brand. That's it. Like LeBron doesn't have his own brand yet, so no, you're right. But I thought it was hard, and it's it's crazy. I woke up Saturday morning and I saw Dunk of the Year trending, and I go on Instagram, and the first six video, first six like House of Highlights, Bleacher Report, ESPN, Elliot Wilson, like everyone is showing the same dunk, and I'm like, yo. That is crazy. Then to see, oh, he only had seven points. I'm like, who cares, bro? We're never going to remember. Uh, like, if they won the game, that dunk is forever. Like, <laughs> so yeah, nice. I, I was, I knew he was good, uh, especially like George hasn't produced a good ball player since with Dominique Wilkins. But 
I knew he was bad. Yeah, you really think about it. I knew he was good, but seeing that, I'm like, oh yeah, he he gonna be here. So, salute to Anthony Edwards, man. All right, and let, let's talk about you know we in this era. Uh, shout out Rob, one of Rob's favorite guys, Offset. They do anything for clout. He he kind of you know helped coin that phrase, quote unquote. And um, mm-hmm. we we are both fans of Cam Newton. Always have been. Always will. Even with our friends being obnoxious Panther fans, we have always supported Cam. Cam has always been a, a pillar of the community. He's always done a lot of giving. He's been a, an amazing philanthropist. Something he doesn't really get, I guess, recognition for. And for you to have a camp, a seven on seven with a lot of, you know, athletes, future D one players, maybe future NFL players, who knows? And mm-hmm. a kid gonna come out and say like, "Yo, you trash, you sorry." And I'm like, "You gonna, you at his camp to learn from Cam, and you gonna mm-hmm. bash him?" And, and Cam did it in a fashion where he did it with the utmost respect and, and class and dignity because it, it could have went left. You could argue it should have went left. But Cam yeah. was like, bro, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to learn you. And then you like, yo, you could YouTube me. He's like, yo, what did you just do on the field? I don't want to YouTube you. Like, what's up? So what was your thoughts when you saw the video? Because me, I was mad. I'm like, they disrespecting Cam like this? Now, that's some BS, yeah, bro. That was weirdo behavior because Supreme. I was with my brother about this and I was like, like when you think about it, you could think of a nigga like Heath Shula, right? For sure. Or like you could think of a nigga like Ryan Leaf, right? Biggest bust ever, right? Right. People still go to the camps to learn from him. Why? Because he was obviously good enough to become an NFL player. Period. Period. For sure. Like, so there's a know-how to just reaching that level that most people in the world will never have. Then when you look at Cam, like he's everything you could want to be. National trophy winner. Wait, Heisman Trophy winner. National champion. Number one overall. Number one. And an MVP. So it's like he should have been unanimous. So is when you look at that it's like it's like why are you it's, it was just weird. It's like, why are you wasting your opportunity to just? Like, I've never, I've never been that type of person. Like, and you know me, I talk shit to anybody. This but like, fact. I talk to shit to people who are on my level of competition. Like, we both playing high school ball. I don't care if you bet, if you rank higher than me. We both high schoolers. But if you a college player or if you in the NBA, obviously you reached a level that I haven't reached yet, and I can learn from you. And that's how you approach that situation at all times, you know. But shout out to the kid, you know. He rep- he apologized. He did. So I mean, yeah, like, you know, it, I mean, I understand. You know, sometimes no, I, you get is, if you yeah. was his if you were his parent, how would you have reacted? <laughs> I'd be disappointed, and I'd tell him that. I, you know, I explain to him why how that's a fumble opportunity and why it's important not to do that in the future. Like, I would be mad, but, like, I wouldn't. Like, you don't, you know, approach that with aggressiveness, you know. You have to tell them, like, yo, there's not many people in the world that get to be around a number one overall pick, an MVP of the the NFL. NFL, yeah. And you use that opportunity to make a fool out of yourself, you know. 
And like for for no reason. Like like what did you gain from that? Like now you're right. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you was at like a LeBron James camp and you like talk trash and then you play LeBron one on one and you beat him and now it's like, oh snap, you you wanted the best. like no, you on the sideline, he trying to talk and you out here just being disrespectful. Like that's you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I saying, couldn't believe you, that. I was really like, wow, the disrespect. It was weird. It's, like, it's egregious. It's flagrant. It's you know, use other like, Stephen A. words. It's asinine. <laughs> like, and like, blasphemous. And like you can, and you can tell like, and part of like, like you got it was two parts of the video. You know, you know, you obviously saw the second parts where he's like trying to school the kid. And a part he's like, Cam, Cam almost got in the bag. He's like, fam, I'm already rich. Right. He was like, <laughs> like yo. But then, you know, his camera was like, where's your dad? Like, let me let me talk to another grown man. Because you right now is like, And, like, part of that is, like, like what you ask. Like, 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 I'll tell you, I'll be like, who raised you, bro? Like, I'm saying it's just certain things. There's certain ways you don't act. And then speaking to Cam, I don't know if it was just divine timing, but one of the better sports podcasts out, I'm Athlete, they Mm -hmm. dropped an interview with Cam, and I've watched tons Mm -hmm. of the episodes. That that might be one of, if not their best, one of their best. And for Cam to be that candid, um, he took accountability on why the season was the way it was. He actually gave Bill Belichick a lot of props. He he really broke down everything. And I'm not going to lie. Like, but I don't even think it's like, for me, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, obviously he did take a lot of accountability. Like, I respect him for it. But it's a lot of that's just like explanation, like, which I was saying the whole time. Like, people was talking shit about Cam, like he didn't start the year off good and then caught COVID. Right. Because remember like, when yeah. I, remember you and I, we were talking, I if you ever are in a fantasy league with Rob and Rob has a chance to take either Lamar and or Deshaun, he's taking them. I'm like, I saw Cam Newton work out to gospel music. I need him. And he was cooking. And then when he caught COVID, I'm like, bro, no. And then that's when my season started to derail. But Cam was, was balling. And he get a full year under his belt. And, you know, when they asked, they was like, hey, you know, Riverboat Ron. And then Chad was like, and they got a dog. You're like, McLaurin? With you? Rob. Oh, man. I would. Cam? <laughs> I'm talking, bruh. Yeah, like, I would love that. Like, like at first I was like, man, nah, we got to come out there and get a big name quarterback. I was like, yo, if we can get Cam for cheap. Cam, get Cam for the low. We need a middle linebacker. Desperately, mm-hmm. and there, there's yeah. a couple good ones I could send you after the podcast, like Zayvon Collins and JOK out of Notre Dame. I'm mm-hmm. gotta gotta look. Those are like six three. They can run. Yeah, they they nice. I'm, I'm gonna put you on mm-hmm. later. Get a, a middle linebacker. We can either get Allen Robinson because Allen would want to play with Cam, or we draft another one. And just nah, we up. gotta get a, a already established receiver. And then we beef up our offensive line. And get someone in the secondary? Like, I saw one of the Reds, or Washington, sorry, Washington mm. blogs was like, hey, guys, does anyone have a tape on A&T's Mac McCain? I, I heard a lot of good things about it. I'm like, hey, they talking about we might get Mac? 
I'm like, in my A&T tenure, Mac a top five player I've ever seen come out of school. Maybe top three. That'd be, I mean, that'd be good. That'd be a good, like, fifth round. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying we would spend the first, but he, I mean, you've seen it and I've seen it. He he can ball. He a ball. For sure. For sure. All we need is someone to of the secondary, and, yo, we can start talking reckless with bowl talk because it's like, hey, the defensive line is solidified. You give Cam Newton just a couple weapons, we can yeah, do something. Like, like, like I said, he's already improved our reds on offense. You know, we got a running back stable. You know, we could arguably might be able to get another one, but like we don't really need another one. We don't. But our receivers, like yeah, we need another bona fide target. And Allen Robinson, if he coming through, what's up, bro? Like that's all I've been hearing is Allen Robinson. He's the the best receiver in this class, unless Odell is available. That's going to be... Unless... And because they succeeded Uh, without Odell, because they were able to succeed without Odell, I feel like we could get him for cheaper than what he's worth. We still will have to throw something. I think we might be able to get him for a third, but we got two thirds. Um, Hey, if we can get Odell, I'm cool. But, like, also, I'm looking at Corey Davis. I'm not mad at that either, but Corey's restricted, so the Titans can match it. Fuck that, man. <laughs> match this, nigga. Like, we got you know how much cash space we got. No, we do. No, I'm, I'm with you. I like Corey. Corey, I think Corey would. He might be able to do a little bit better because even he 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 benefits of having a better receiver than him, like. Him mm-hmm. having AJ Brown there is like, all right, they got a double AJ, and rightfully so, because AJ a dog, and Corey's Monster. fast and tall, so it's like, cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Terry's better. Might have to double Terry, and then at that point we get a, a bona fide two. All we got to do is bank on one of our receivers developing into a decent three, and that's it. Yeah, that's a fact. Like I said, we got we got a path. I like I said last week, we have a pathway to contention. Yeah, we're we're, we we're back away from really right now from really talking like yo, we can do yo, this. A legit quarterback, like we can't like yo. Shout out to Taylor, um, Heineke, whatever. You got you got your little deal, two year, four year, four mil. Shout out to you. That's backup money for sure. You are our backup. We cannot come into the season with that nigga as a starter, bro. I agree. And we, I don't want, like, I want, I, I want Cam. Because <laughs> then if we get Cam, that means we could draft somebody. And not, and then actually develop who we draft. Like, we can get Kellamon in like the, in the second or third or later, like third round or whatever from Texas A&M. And that would be cool. Because there's actually a lot of decent quarterbacks in this draft. Some who are week one ready and others, they need development. But, you know, when they're like, we need to win now. If we get a good quarterback, we can develop the future. win now, bro. No, no, we're in a win now. But I'm saying if we get a good quarterback, we can develop. I want to have long-term quarterback success like the Packers. For our entire life, they haven't had a true trash quarterback. You see what I'm saying? I mean, they got lucky. 
So that's my point. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, ain't like they just like develop like super greatness. Like they got I mean, you know, lucky they developed they quarterbacks got... and traded him. Like Brunel came out of their system. Brunel, hey, Brunel's fire, bro. But did they develop him? Yes, he, he was just... on their. He was on the team for like three years. Or did he? Or he just like nice. It could be both. <laughs> what? But like, I mean, shout out to them. But like, yeah, I don't look. I just want a ring, bro. I do too, bro. I, I wanna, I wanna cry like Jordan, bro. Like, I, I need that in my life. Like, I'm not even looking for a repeat. Like, when it comes to Washington football team, come to the NFL, I just want one. We get one, then we can worry about the next. I, I need like, one. I need. To- we got tools and we need to win this year or next year bro we we need to win before we have to pay chase because we we have to pay chase that that's going to happen (laughs) there's no if and but the problem is like do we not pay other people while we're waiting on chase we might not pay alan because if you think about who has to stay chase has to stay Payne has to stay. Mm-hmm. And then it's either Ian Otis or Sweat. One of them have to stay. But but Allen is nice. I like Allen. Allen is leadership, whatever. But if you think about it, think about it like this, bro. In the playoff game, they triple team Chase. That way Chase would not do anything. Who ate? Mm-hmm. Payne ate. So Payne stays. If I'm getting triple team, if if whoever's eating, you gotta keep the guy who's eating. Pain has to stay. Let me let me see that. Let me see what they're doing. So we'll we'll see. Pain. Pain. Pain got like Pain got a few sacks. He's a nose. Allen got eight sacks, bro. In the That's season. the chase effect. And I, I'm not saying Allen's. I'm not saying he's a bum. Well, Chase gonna be there, so yeah. But again, <laughs> certain people are like, it, it's it's tough pills to swallow. But it, you might have to if if we have to. If we don't have to, then hey, I keep everybody. I mean, yeah, we gotta like look. I'll be, I'll be look. I'll be cool if we just keep swinging and trying to get young, keep stay young in our secondary, whatever. And we just pay out. D-line. That's fine, too. But look at like, the Niners, cool. right? Look at the Niners. MAGA going to stay. Why? He a game changer. You, you going to keep Bosa. <laughs> they traded Buckner because they like one mm-hmm. of them got to go. D4 is probably going to go next because he costs too much and he's not producing at what he's worth. He's They're paying him $20 million. He's not even He hasn't played 20 games. So he's probably going <laughs> to go next. Buckner had to go because Buckner... As great as he was as a pass rusher, he sucked in the run. So it was like he gotta go and they got Kinlaw. See what I'm saying? So you you gotta like objectively like, hey man, I love you, but like you gotta I mean I is obviously gonna be a cheaper keep than But his thing so. with Buckner, they flipped him for picks. So we gonna flip him flip him before we gotta pay him. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying get rid of Allen and we got we get nothing in return. We gotta get something back. We can get a cool second for Allen. 
That's a fact. Like, yo, man, what? I'm not saying, hey, yo, Allen, you trash walk. No, no. A lot of people will want to have Allen. <laughs> We got, we got, we got a few choices we need to make. Indeed. And then, lastly, you know, um, speaking of, I guess, last episode we talked about Serena and her not winning. Let's let's give praise to Naomi, man. She she won the Australia Open, yeah, and we're not it. talking about it. But like Naomi's kind of on a tear right now. She hasn't lost a set. In a year, bro. That's amazing. She's a young, she's a young phenom, yo. For sure. And they they said the, her only issues she's not really great on clay, which you know that's fair. You know you know how some people were better on certain mm-hmm. uh, courts than others. She get good on bro, clay. The dog got like thirteen French Opens on clay, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I looked. I was like, "Yo, how you got twenty majors and thirteen of them came on? Like, this is some steroids." <laughs> if she can figure out playing well on clay, hey, we gotta just hope. Yeah. If we want Serena to get this record, we gotta hope that she get upset somehow. Like that's that. I really- mean, yeah. I mean, because I was about to say, I think Serena had that problem too. Like, I don't think Serena was winning French Opens like that. Yeah, no, she wasn't. But. Yeah, she got yeah she got three, and she got two of them in the last eight years, like in 2013 and 2015, and the other one was in 2002. I said she was she wasn't winning them like that. So like a lot of people is like that. Like those no, are, I, absolutely. I'm I'm not you know, I'm not falling, but I'm just saying Naomi on a run right now. Where no, she's she. I mean, she young. She she young, nasty. She cooking like she. She focused. And the thing where I think people were like, oh, Serena's done. I'm like, she's not done. I think she just knows there's someone clearly better than her. No, I think I think that she don't think that she's better than her. I think she understands that whereas 10 years ago, Serena was going to be Serena 9.5 out of any 10 matches she appears in. Right. Now it's like LeBron. Sometimes you get a Serena that's good enough to still beat most people. But she not playing at her best. And when against Naomi, if you don't get the best Serena she could get that day, like that she can get at that time. Because the thing is, if you look at what, what Serena was doing throughout her run, she was beating other ranked people. Because Naomi was saying? ranked two, she beat the third ranked tennis player in the world, the sixth ranked was, tennis player. Like she and was. That's what I'm saying. She's still better than these motherfuckers than most of these people. As long as you, she gets an 80, 85% of her out, she's going to beat a lot of these motherfuckers. Naomi, not one of them motherfuckers, she's going to beat like that. Right. That's what I'm saying. If if she really want to, if we really want um, Serena to get this record, which we all do, of course, Naomi would have to get upset. Because I don't see Naomi losing to her. Like Naomi, if you she gotta charge up for that shit. No, no, but and that that's fair. But if you notice, whenever Naomi plays Serena, Naomi gonna give Serena the first like few. Just be she's still a starstruck. Was like, yo, I'm playing my hero, and then once she kind of snaps out of it, it's like, all right. I just think I just think it's I don't think I don't think it's that I think that at their best at their peak. Serena's just better than her right now, and so at the beginning of the match, it, they usually 
tend to be like, oh, Serena's coming out the gate. She might be able to do it. But then the age sets in, and they almost still at 90, 95%. And Serena might have been doing them down to 80%. And then, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And that's part of like, you know what I'm saying? That's it's like when you look at a box, you're like, yo, this dude is amazing. And then seven rounds in, you're like, he ain't got nothing left. Right. Like, and it's like, yo, I think against Serena don't be having nothing left, but like Naomi's obviously a dog. She killer. A killer. No, nah, she's the truth. Man. So it's like, Naomi, man, yeah. that's her fourth. And she's yeah, like she's, she's I guess she's fourth in active uh slams because it's Serena, Venus is still technically active and it's someone else and then it's her now. So mm-hmm. She's on her. She's starting to run, you. All right, so let's let's talk music before we get into any reviews that we made done. You heard the beginning of the podcast. Something special has happened in hip hop. Bobby Smurdy is home. They free my roommate. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I found that tweet too on Twitter. It was like, yo, Bobby Smurda in, in Corbin. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's my roommate. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, it's, it's good to see him home. It's good to oh, see him home. Bro, for a fact. Like, I love, love the reception. I, I can't wait to see what he does. I can't, man. The first time I hear that at a party, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, like, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's showing them love, man. That's how it should be. Yeah, when a real one come home, exactly. That's how it should be. You know, they freed the real. I just want to say, <laughs> and we since we played the song, I want to take our listeners back. I remember first playing the song for a lot of my friends. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna get this off. He better start lying to y'all. So three, I sent it to the homies two, in the group chat. One. And I was like, hey, this song, this is it. We all going to do this dance. And people looking at me, I'm not going to say any names. Someone was like, yo, this dance is gay. Or, nah, dad, I'm not feeling this record. You wrong on this. I'm like, okay. Sending it to Rob. I was like, Rob, this is the new dance, man. It's, it's going no, up. No let, no, let me tell you his exact words. See, he tried that bullshit. No. He said... Rob, go to two minutes and thirty seconds, and this dance is going to be the dance of the year. I didn't listen to the song at all. I went to two minutes and thirty seconds and immediately critiqued the dance, which to this day I say is nothing special. It's They've not. been doing those movements for God knows how long, and I still do it. So to this day. I did not say that that song was bad. You even looked up my tweets, and what was I saying? No, you was just like, I, I Googled, our, I was like, yo, I know I can find the conversation. And you was just like, bitch, caught a body about a week ago. And I was like, hey, I told you, bro. You was like, hey, man, like, now nah, this song is catchy, bro. I've been doing it all through PG. <laughs> it was hard, bro. I told y'all what it was, man. He just had it. He went down, bro. Been down for six, seven years, bro. Yeah, man. He back though. I told you I wasn't gonna believe it till Elliot Wilson posted it. <laughs> now, once I was seeing him talk to his mom on Facetime, I was like, he's really home. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So now that's dope. Salute to him. 
Salute to Quavo for getting. I didn't. I forgot the the significance of Schmigo Gang because I I do remember that briefly. That's on me. I I I'm in my wrongs. So I'm like, why is Quavo getting them? I'm like, real, oh. real been hating on Quavo for the last three days. Fuck this nigga. I hate why on Quavo. Oh, you going? Oh, now you get to talk about it. What's I? What you know about him? I'm he hating on. What have I ever hated on Quavo? Disrespectful. Quavo okay, been my guys. man since 2013, bro. Allegedly. Factually. You had a lot of inquiries about him and Bobby Smyrna's connection. I had an inquiry, not a lot. Disrespect. One. <laughs> Disrespectful. So let's get to this music, man. I feel like. Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack was the first quality rap album of 2021 Mm -hmm. but the first individual just solo artist ayo man that Jim Jones Harry Fraud album is crazy it's Rob is a dipset guy Rob will Mm -hmm. tell you he's a dipset guy I've always respected Jim Jones' business acumen. I've always respected his sound and how he's able to pinpoint what's next and stay ahead of the curve. But Jim couldn't rap. He could never (laughs) rap. Like, I was a Jewels guy. Why? Because Jewels could rap. But Mm -hmm. other things slow down Jewels. Jim Jones being the best rapper in Dipset today is something I would have never... Ever, ever, right. ever thought about. I don't like why people. I don't like when people say that. He's the best rapper, the, bro. He makes the best music in Dipset to the currently. He is not the best. I don't think he's the best rapper. Every time I hear Santana, still he still got some shit. Oh, and I Cam, it, can Cam can get to pockets that I'd say, oh, Jim can't get to because he's not that level of rapper. Focus on other things right now because Cam. Cam is a wild boy, bro. It's <laughs> Cam. Respect, bro. Just do you. Just never stop being Cam. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. For a fact, though, like when it comes to who makes the best music, like Jim, clearly makes the best music. I never would have thought that though. I thought Jewel's. I've Cam. always thought that though, because like even then it was like okay, Cam. Like I said, Cam was just the better rapper. So like when it came to Cam making great music. It was because Cam had great producers around him. Absolutely. You got Kanye Beats, you got Heat Makers, Just you know, you got Just Blaze. You know what I'm saying? When Cam had the whoever had the right, you know, ingredients, Cam's nice. So he made classic hits. Joel's the same thing. He's always been a magnificent rapper. So anything he touched sounded like a breath of fresh air. Jim like you said, he's always he's he's always been like he started off like you know very challenged at rap and he would a lot of t- he was on some Sultasaka shit. He used to just do run on sentences on beats. I'm like, damn, bro, like you missed three or four <laughs> syllables. He's like, what are you doing? He just like would tell the story like walking on the street and the block and the things. Mm, it's clean, mean, and I'd be like, what? What is? Huh? <laughs> but the thing he always understood was yo, I can make a good song though. Like, yeah. Whereas like. As long as I don't just completely fuck up, like the thing was so cycle, like he would just fuck up a verse. But Jim was like, once I learn how to ride the beat and just not completely fuck the song up, I can make records that sound nice. And from 2004-ish, like he made Reppin' Time, like he made the Weatherman joint. I'm like, yo, Hustlers in Miami is still like. Yo, Jim has had hits, whether they're like street hits or whatever, underground hits, yeah. since like 04, Fact. 05-ish. Yeah. So like he's always been able to make great songs. Like 
when that's why he made great music with Max. That's why he made songs with Stack and them. Like when you put him in the room with some talent, he gonna make that shit work. And now he's you know for the last five or so years he's really sharpened his, his you know pain. his talent. Shout out like he gives that credit to Fred the God. Rest in peace. Um, they just named the street after him in the Bronx. That's so that's what's up. Um, and he was like, yo, man, that young, he told me, you know, keep working, get my pen right, you know what I'm saying? Put that effort in your music. And he's, and he got a lot I told to say. You, what I told you off air, I got to say on air, my only critique of this album, shout out Harry Fraud, because, you know, last year we were talking Alchemist and Hit Boy, and rightfully mm-hmm. so, because they by far were the two best producers. Mm-hmm. Number three was probably Harry Fraud, man. Since we heard uh, Shot Calling by French, I can't name a bad Harry Fraud beat. It doesn't yeah. exist. That's number one. Number two, Jim had really cool ad-libs. Like Rob said off air, he'll say on air, Jim's ad-libs is what West Side Gun thinks his ad-libs are. Thank the Asalaamu Alaikum ad-lib was just like, what? <laughs> he said it multiple times, Rob. <laughs> It was just like, yo, shout out my Muslim brothers on, on 125th. Asalaamu Alaikum. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he really get yo, this look, Some of his ad-libs is wild. I'm like, Jim, you didn't have to put that there. Like, you could have just let the beat breathe. You could have just let the beat breathe. <laughs> but, like, I mean, you, if, if you got to cut one, you got to cut them all. <laughs> oh, he could have been like, shout out my brother. Like, the ad-lib could have been, salute my brothers. Some, some, man, not... I remember the first time I heard like one the first time I think I heard Jim Jones Atlas was was I really mean it? And he's like doing a whole minute at the end where he's like talking shit about Nas. <laughs> Yo <laughs> It was the most flagrant shit ever. <laughs> and he was ad libbing his disrespect. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, this, this dude's wild. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's definitely wild. So, so the Jim Jones, we're, we're definitely gonna total package, bro. We're gonna play a Jim Jones record uh, on the pod, and, and shout out the the record Jim had with Currency, man. That that was hard, bro. Like, oh man, yeah, we're another person that Rail thought I hated on, but you know, I digress. You you talk trash about Currency for a long time, but now that reading tweets. You were hating that I mean, he was a ten-year freshman, not necessarily. His that ability. was my only critique about currency. Okay. I really couldn't believe Troy was big enough, kid, kid though. Like that. Yeah, really Troy, a wild boy, bro. I'm like, I'm a Wayne stand, but like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like when I heard kid, kid was in was in G unit. I was like, why? Why? It was just like y'all needed a, a southern replacement for Young Buck because uh, yeah, Buck was, that. but no, Buck was still there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> At then. that time, I didn't understand. I was like, fifty. You telling me all the people in New York that's underground niggas, and you went to the, the South and was like, hey, I think Kid is the right choice. Right. Yeah, I thought that was whack. So, um, other music. Uh, someone that I've always respected and like as a fan, Kirk Cobain. Um, yeah, okay. I'm gonna tell you the funniest shit. <laughs> so, Rel tells me like, yo, like I'm happy this nigga dropped some music. He ain't dropped in a minute, blah 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 or something. I'm like, who? Like Kirk Cobain? And I'm like, nigga, you not no Kirk Cobain, man. And he like, yo, I've been a fan, blah blah. blah. I'm like. 
right, tell me five songs right now. So the whole time I'm thinking he's talking about Nirvana. <laughs> right. He like drinking my cup. I'm like, wait, huh? Oh. oh. So now, nah, like he, so what Kirko was doing, he was doing the, he took um after Nip with the proud to pay campaign for me i'm like he not if it's just i have to buy the album i might consider it but it's like i got buy the album a hoodie the i'm like i'm not doing it but i like kirko i'm like i just want the album and um finally was able to hit listen to the album and i think it's it's interesting especially for all my uh independent artists kirko said you know drinking my cup went like three times platinum he didn't he never got any money off that so he was explaining his business and why why he hasn't dropped in a while because he was trying to get clear from the label they never mm. was paying him they never was pushing his music it was really and i'm like man and he got some cool features he got seti hendrix who you know that's one of my mm. favorite discoveries of 2020 little dirk still on fire so i'm glad they were able to reunite um it's a it's a solid album and, and hopefully we get more from Kirko in the future. I would say my my favorite songs is the intro now that you're here where he kinda goes in and, and explains why he's been missing. Violent featuring Lil Dirk, uh Before You Go the Outro. And yeah, no, it's a it's a solid album. So, or it's like an EP, it's eight records. But he's calling it his album. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we get more music from him. Uh yeah, yeah, I'll go check that out, man. S- support one of Houston's own, so salute. I don't know why I thought he was August. I've seen it. I don't even <laughs> have any comments for that. But another big, another big, another uh, big something that happened in music. Daft Punk, it's over, bro. So I want to say this right now. I don't think people even know this. My favorite song of all time of all time is Daft Punk's One More Time that's my favorite song ever see okay guys there's every now and then right where it's like Jarrell's like really like one of my closest friends right and I always tell people like there's only a handful of things I think is like always real with me and I really respect his realness you know what I'm saying it's a bump in my heart you know much love bro but there's points of times in his life where I think he does things for clout, okay? He I just be lying. I anything for clout, but I'm not doing this for clout. He, but yeah. told, he once told me he was 125th Panamanian, but forgot all of his Spanish because he's so crack at lunchtime. That's I not don't what understand happened, and I'm not saying the real reason on there. there. <laughs> See, because he be lying. I'm so not. now he's going to tell me this nigga has never mentioned Daft Punk to me ever in his life. I've known him since bro. 10th grade. No, stop it. Got hip to him it. in 10th grade. I've known you since 10th grade, and not one time have we ever had any substantial conversation about Daft Punk. Remember? Oh never. God. You never said that. Drake, I can tell you a million songs that this nigga think Drake is fire on. Hey, man, Wayne, I get only oh two of my favorite songs, bro. He... He bought the drop three. That's real fan shit. Crazy, ridiculous, but real Super fan. Super crazy, shit. yeah. In hindsight, absolutely. He never wants. No, I, I think. Daft Punk. So what I'll say about Daft Punk is, 
the discovery um I remember hearing it. I want to say I heard it in I heard it in high school, tenth grade. I want to say for sure. But if you want to correct me and say eleventh, fine, because you left in eleventh for other reasons. Because in eleventh grade, I did. Nah, one nah, of, nah, he turned it into blood. Nah, <laughs> nah, I wouldn't do that to you. Um, but no, I think one more time by Daft Punk, always kind of like it, it's one of the you know how there are certain songs that everyone has that when you hear it, you could be mad, you could be sad, but it just makes you happy. Like it makes you just like upbeat and vibrant. Everyone has those. Yeah, records. more money, more problems. Or rock with you. Exactly. Those I know if I play that, Rob could be dormant and be like, oh, I'm up. It's, you know, time to do whatever. Mm-hmm. One more time is that song for me. Um, I don't, Never it hasn't come on in a while. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't played it. But the Discovery album, and then remember when Tron, uh, that mo- when they remade Tron, mm-hmm. someone uh, from Flowers bought me the soundtrack. So I was playing that, and when Pharrell, no word. then when Get Lucky, I was like, yo, like, and then hearing Discovery is how I was able to hear, you know, like, oh, I knew that Kanye sampled them. Cool. And I, I saw it on Time of the Day. It's like, Kanye sampled Daft Punk? I'm like, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time I heard about them. But yeah, no, nah, man, I think one more time. Digital Love is, they all, that's a really good song. See now he just spewing out random song titles that no, he this, knows on, I don't Discover, know. Discovery is so a really Voyager like up. that's a really good album. It's a, he is lying to y'all. I'm not lying, man. That's a really good electronic album. <laughs> what are their real names? I don't know their real names. He is lying to y'all. I can I tell don't, you what I don't Wayne's even real know what name they look is. Like. What's Lil Wayne's real name? Come on, Rob. Hmm. <laughs> That says no. Okay, I just asked the question. Do you know the answer? I, I do know the answer. What is it? I don't know. I <laughs> really okay, don't. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just I, I know Lil Wayne's. I know, like, again, the more important people. Like, I know his name. I know Drake's name. Oh, so that you, your favorite song. You know Tia's real name? Yes. I don't know his middle name, though. But yeah. This is your favorite song, though, right? Yeah, I'm just saying, guys. <laughs> I know all my. When it comes to more money, more problems, I know all their real names. Okay. But, you know, I digress. But yeah, man. But the Daft Punk splitting is just like, dang. But because people don't really know what they look like, they could go into their regular lives and. Be carefree. Yeah, so. As long as they don't wear helmets. Yeah. They was wearing that before it was a thing, so salute to them. When it became a thing. No, I'm just well, some people were wearing it because of the quarantine. Like overseas. helmets? Yeah, overseas, yeah. I said overseas. I didn't say in America. Overseas. <laughs> They're not you from can't here. Can't get a motherfucker to wear a mask here. The motherfucker got helmets. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, before we get up Yo, out of here, remember uh, the Jeremiah Wright clip on the Boondocks? Motherfucker, motherfucker, man! Hey, I haven't. Yeah. Wow, I do remember. Why that. was he so wild? <laughs> Angry man. So let's do uh, the Black History. 
Spotlight, where we're wrapping up. We're actually making a really good time. I'm proud of us. I'm going to let you go first, Rob. I've been going first on these last three months, so I'm going to let you take lead. Oh, you put me on the hot seat. First of all, we always talk about, especially now, we talk about how rap is. You know, the mainstream is technically the pop music now. Yeah. And I, my black history person spotlight is a person who is fundamental, monumental, instrumental in this. And that is Sean Combs. Okay. Nobody has taken rap to the lengths that he's taken it, man, to integrate into mainstream. I mean, we talk about samples. I mean, he's taking samples that was just, you know, black classics, you know, in a time where, like, where black music was popular but wasn't heralded and flipped them into major hits. And we're talking 20 years of hits with multiple different artists. I mean, Big, Mace, Mary J., Jodeci, I have Day a segue if you want to go there after this. Oh, you're talking about Black Rob. Shout out to him. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mix it in with Black Rob. Make him say, whoa. Like, like what? He had a hand in Jay-Z's career. Yep. Like, he EP'd uh, American Gangster. People don't talk about definitely that. definitely did. Um, like I said, Puff, I mean, he's given R&B so much. Like I said, I mean, total. Like, come on, man. 112. Like I said, he he put black music in the forefront. We talk about architects. You think of Quincy Jones and his era. In the hip-hop era, that's, he's our Quincy Jones to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Puff's, Puff's ear has guided black music to the forefront in the last 20, 30 years. So. Yeah. No, That's not. my black history. So black. before I get into mine, uh, I made a poll. And I can ask you real quick because we're still touching music. I saw a tweet that said one gotta go and their and their discography. Mm-hmm. Tony Braxton, mm-hmm. Janet Jackson, mm-hmm. Mariah Carey, Mary mm-hmm. J. Blige. Yeah, Tony Braxton, easy. Yeah, I saw that. Right, Tony Braxton. The reason it came to my, it came in. in came up or I wanted to post it on Twitter some sports reporter was like Mary J easy and like Jamel Hill like flamed them right so I'm like let me see I'm like for me it's Tony Taylor I love you babe she didn't she said Janet she was like it's like why are you dismissing Tony like that I'm like Tony dope and she from here but like she's like Janet is a whisper singer I'm like okay you want to say she's vocally the weakest that's fair but from control, which is what eighty five to yeah, the meet of Joe oh like, three, that run, all those hits. But no. But in the same breath, I feel like it's one of them too, because like you can you can just grow up and not be a fan of Janet. And you can just grow up and not be like for me, I could just grow up and not be a fan of Tony Braxton. And like that's just how it is. But that doesn't stop her from having like classic songs. But no, no, and, and again, if you said for the people in my comments that was saying, yo, like people were picking Mariah, like Tony Tony had with forty one votes, Tony was picked the most, right? Thank you. Janet with thirteen, Mariah with ten. And I had people mm. explain themselves where they like someone say, Yo, Mariah don't got enough joints that I play on a regular and I'm like, I'm cool with that. 
Emancipation of maybe I, is enough. I feel you. It's, it's more than I play in the 2000s, bro. Like that was that was a bomb. You, you could put the greatest hits of Janet Jackson to that, and I and I still play that more. So that's interesting debate. But the reason I bring it up: ten people picked Mary J. And then no, 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 no. And I'm not going to say the name because. This person occasionally listens to the podcast. I'll tell you off air. But she wrote, I don't know a Mary song. And I'm like, how? Your music opinion sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, how, bro? Who is it? Huh? <laughs> Who is it? No, we we not doing that. We not incriminating. <laughs> nah, bro. You got to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> we not on air, no. I need to bash you. Like sometimes in our lives, we have to bring back good old like disrespectful self-esteem. Yeah, like bullying to make you understand that what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, Don't pick your pick boogers. Mary. And I just couldn't believe that. I was like, That's y'all picking stupid. Mary, bro? Y'all are idiots. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah. But people was definitely were like dissing Janet. And that, that was a... Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I don't, like, Janet's got some joints, like, the, um, um, I Get Lonely joint. Come Back to Me? That's, that's one of my favorite. Mm-mm, that shit oh. is hard. Um, the joint with Buster Rhymes is hard. What is it, the joint? Dun, I can't think of the song. Dun, 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 like... It's all for all you. you. That's one of my favorite songs ever. Like, yeah, she got like I don't like like I don't want to hear Tony Braxton. Oh, take that shit up the street, man. Another sad love song. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, what Tony Braxton songs are there? No, I mean Tony got records, but like, nah. She do, but like, I just I'm, was, I'm I couldn't believe the blasphemy. Yeah, no. Uh, of people picking Mary. That's all. But you can never pick opinion, Mary. My, I haven't done a sports. I haven't done an athlete, and uh, his birthday just passed the other day. And I wanted to, to big up uh, a forefather when it comes to basketball. One of the greatest high okay. flyer dunkers, super stylist ahead of his time, the legend, the doctor, Julius Irving, man. Okay. You know, MVP, one time NBA champion. If you combine his NBA and ABA scores, he has over 30,000 points. He retired yeah. third all time in points. Like, he, he was the man. Kenny said it best. Do you start, Kenny, Kenny the Jet Smith said it best. Do you want to start a team, Bird, Magic, or Mike? If you want to start a league, Start with the doctor, and I'm like, oh, for sure, like, yeah, he's got the style, man. So yeah, salute to the doctor, man. Like, that's that's just my guy. And you know what's crazy? Speaking of Black History Month, she was my first spotlight. Beginning of the month, I've been seeing Doctor Macy Jemison get her flowers on the timeline. Yeah, I've been seeing that. That's fine, Rob. I'm telling you right now, I've met a lot of cool people. For the most part, I haven't really geeked. If I ever get to meet Dr. Macy Jemison, dog, yo, <laughs> your boy going crazy. Like, I'm going to be geeking like, bro, I just met Dr. Macy Jemison. 
that's gonna be one of the pictures where you can tell I'm smiling like I'm super cheesing all of that so yeah salute to Dr. Macy Jemison man hopefully my job we can get on that at least get her for an interview won't be in person but to to even do a mic check and be like hey Dr. Macy Jemison can you count to 10 I'm gonna be gassed on Twitter hey yo I talked to Dr. Macy Jemison we had we had a heart to heart yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta uh, bloviate it. Be like, yo, man. No, you are going to. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm like, yo, she was she was giving me gems, bruh. <laughs> I'm be like, yo, y'all gotta stop this, man. Yeah. So, um, and speaking of, of black excellence, we we're gonna end on a high note. The greatest rapper ever continues to be the greatest ever. Um. Sean oh, Corey no. Carter, Jay Z, Jigga, Hove. Another one for the good fellas, man. His his brand has partnered up and I didn't even know that this was all in one thing. Shows you how much business I know. Mm. Moet Hennessy, like this on the same team? Yeah, man. It's crazy, bro. Oh yeah, I mean Hove is who who does it? I mean, like, look, man, we all people is out here. We all talk this like revolution shit, and we gotta overthrow this. And blah, blah. I'm like, yo, fam, until we until we do that, we gotta win when we can win. Absolutely, you know, we gotta win in the system that we currently are in. And Jay Z has shown the way multiple times, man. Man, he's better himself and leveraged himself. I mean, there hasn't been. Just like this top five, like you talk about hip hop artists or, or you know people. You think of like Khaled, you think of Puff, you think Jay, you think I mean Dre, but he only really did that one time, but it paid off big. But like to leverage your celebrity and leverage who you are in the culture, but just even think at about that level. To to boycott Crystal and then it's like you know I'm gonna make my own make that's your a, own and then thing. because you're you it only costs thirteen dollars to make your drink and you sell it for over two hundred that profit yeah. that return you're a math guy he understands the Michael Jordan effect bro the same thing with Jordan shoes right and the same thing understands like yo I sell you. For years, Jay Z has sold us lifestyle. He showed us the way to drink, what to drink, what to buy, what to wear, what to eat, what to think. He sold us these things, and we have bought these things and listened to him and followed these trends. So he understands that, like, yo, hey, when he created Rockaware with Dame Dash, and it was like, yo, we mentioned these brands in our music. They going up, so let's do our brand. The shit went through the roof. Yeah, so he's like, "Yo, fam, it's the same thing." Like I say, he he puts his money where his mouth is, man. He go got his champagne. Like I say, I remember the rap since you know, show me what you got and whatnot. Like for it to come around to be this big of a deal, like that's amazing, yo. Absolutely. Jay has, I mean, Jay's done this since. I mean, he explained, you know, one million, two million, three million, four. Like, bro, like, he's 
he's just gonna keep getting paid. Like he's just found another way to get another big check. And that's just what he's been doing the last thirty. <laughs> nah. I mean you you're right, man. It's it's just a testament to his his business acumen. Um it continues to be the blueprint for what we aspire to be. Yeah. And Every time you think you're ahead of the game, Jay's like, hold on, hold on, young and, fella. And that's part of him being remaining relevant at the age of what, like 52, 53. It's because he keeps winning. You keep having to listen to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a time where, like, 50 was the hot guy, right? Absolutely. So, like, you would hear, like, books and, like, all the self-help stuff. Anything that 50 said, you had to listen to because he just kept winning. Jay is back. Jay keeps winning, so you have to keep listening to everything he says, bro. Yeah. Like, you don't want to miss it. You know? Nah, you're right, man. So, on that note, um, let's do these shout outs and get up out of here, bro. Oh, it was someone's birthday today. Whose birthday was it? Man, I forgot. It was somebody's birthday. A rapper or athlete? I think it was a rapper or athlete. And I was like, yo, man, that's dope. I forgot. (laughs) That's crazy. But shout out to you, bro. Oh, Fred the Godson. It was Fred's birthday today? Yeah, that's why he got got the street named after him. Okay. Um, And it got unveiled today. So shout out to Fred, man. Rest in peace. Yeah, that's my shout out. Absolutely. Oh, and of course, welcome home, Smurda, bro. Ah, uh, uh, uh. that's amazing, bro. I've been playing computers, Bobby, bitch, hot nigga. <laughs> Any song I can play. Yeah. Um. First and foremost, man, I'm glad to see Bobby's home, man. That's it's pretty cool, bro. That's that's really cool. Um, second, if you made it this far, we appreciate you listening. Um, and and riding whether you listen in the car, you you kicking it or whatever. Shout out each and every one of our listeners. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Other than that, man, I just stay safe, stay out the way. Uh, <laughs> and what what song are we ending on, Rob? Because you you're picking the outro. We we came in with, with Smurder, so what Jim Jones record we ended on? Uh, Laps Around the Sun, man. Laps Around the Sun. All right. Y'all heard it first. Till the next time. Peace. Peace. Every night I pray to God to make more laps around the sun I'm grateful, never saw no crack around my son Just to think I could've got caught doing them trafficking runs Once a Gabon made a hundred during that Africa run They tell me smoking is sweet, just like black in my lungs Little niggas getting killed for being black where I'm from We had to touch my whole talk back when crack was a jumps We was... Young going hard off the Hennessy Rocking 95s, but I'm just jogging my memory Put so much work and I think that God may tell me Should they still blast for me? I got some garlic Tennessee She had long legs, I need a body like a centipede Call like a hotel, cause it got all the amenities We land and take off from a private airspace My Muslim brother bought a mansion Plus a private prayer space These niggas get locked from home, then they get scared straight I can surely tell you that a river's what tears make, but 
Pull this water, got me feeling like I'm skinny dipping. I never lack, so I ain't gonna never catch Jimmy slipping. Got it. I got them dogs, so you know I would have been a sickness. Huh? These little niggas make me feel like they never been a victim of circumstance. I think the streets probably hurt my chance of me getting any type of athletic scholarship. The reason being, well, they said it that I was wild as shit. So I took a foul on the strip with them vows to flip now. It's not nothing that I'm proud of, but this is something that I'm proud to make it out of. We all proud of that. We praying to the wrong gods. We praying to get these Mike and Mary's in them foreign cars. When we should be praying to repent, I'll be feeling like a preacher when I'm playing in a bent, nigga. 